Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. We welcome you in and then show you the door. My ears are burning, you effing C. This is our country has been invaded cyberly. Old man Pardo wants to use the tweet box. Unleash the beast. Pardo, baby. That's the money. That's the future. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is never not funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to Never Not Funny. Oh, boy, already. That's, uh, that's a lot. You are, uh, you are dealing with a show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 2004, which we forever know as the sick show. Uh, Elliot Hochberg has been sick since Thursday. Mm-hmm. Matt Balnap has been sick since what? Saturday. Saturday. I got it around Saturday as well. Um, Garen, we, I didn't hear off the air how you're doing. Oh, you're, he's fine. He's fresh as a daisy. I'm doing good. Doing well. Now, get sick quick. <laughs> I don't want to. If you could just take all of our sickness into you, like I was sick a week or so ago. Oh, that's right. Oh, you know, it's, so Ellie, oh, you're off the hook. Interesting. Oh, remember when Dumbwad you came in sick? No, you know, you know, it was actually off the hook as the as the kids I was blaming from the from the buffet party I went to oh. last weekend. Well, that sounds very bad. Hang on, what'd you go to? Uh, my lady friend, uh, one of her one of her friends had a new baby, and so she's like, "Oh, come on, you'll meet my friends," and we went over there. And there was like a buffet. Yeah, before you before you get to the buffet, why did you? Ah, motherfucker! Oh god, my ear, Escape, my, my earplug just uh, came out of my ear and may or may not have ruined my whole head. <laughs> uh, why did she have to convince you? Oh, come on, you get to meet my friends. Why? Because because of childrens. I don't. You I'm not. Can't I'm even not, be in the same building as children. No, it's just it's just children under like eight. I my patience is uh, low for. Well, you don't. You're not. It's not your responsibility. To, you just go, hey, nice baby, and then you move on. No, it's that there were there were like there were like a half dozen. If kids. you don't like kids uh, okay. though, and, and a bunch of five year olds are running around, wouldn't oh, that drive you crazy? I could see it. I mean, it drives me crazy, and right. I like kids. Right. It's I, I get that. I just didn't know there's a whole gaggle. Yeah, they got a gaggle of kids over there. It's right. a buffet. It's a this buffet lunch. You said. This sounds like bad news for the baby too. This baby needs to be uh, until they get their shots. They should be. Well, I don't know whether they got shots or not. Oh, mind your how old is it, how old is this baby? I honestly I couldn't tell you. I don't remember, but maybe six months. Okay, that sounds fine. Uh, but the thing was, so what are so, you, super dad? What are you doing over there? So I want to make sure we get all these. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about vaccines, and uh, I want to make sure everyone gets their shots. Everybody's getting their shots. Okay, nobody's uh, not getting their shots. And I don't right. want this kid. If it if the, is it a boy or girl? Uh, you that's don't a good question. That I know, know, girl. You. Yeah, girl. As, as long as she's gotten some shots, so she's you know you don't want babies, newborns being exposed to Elliot. It's a surefire way to. You shouldn't have gone. Oh no, you got the you got this before you were sick. Yeah. Yes, correct. Right. You this this. Is, my theory was that this is what caused me to be sick. <laughs> right. Because what I noticed after I had eaten... Are you all right there, sir? It's a fucking disaster. That's... Yeah. Why did we not cancel? Why know. did we not I don't cancel? Know. Once the guest canceled, it seemed like we could have just should have just bailed on this. Yeah. Although I feel... I felt... And we'll get to your story, Ellie, because it sounds like a... It just it's sounds dynamite. like a page turner. <laughs> um... Uh, I, I felt that we need to put something out in advance of podcast. Sure. That was my concern. We're five days out, guys. This is the kind of sickness and lack of energy you can expect for 12 hours. All right. Now, listen, we'll, get, we'll circle back to Park Gaston. We got to get closure on this buffet. Absolutely. So they, wh- they, what does that mean, buffet? You, where'd you go? to Old Country Buffet? Or was no, that no, like no, it was at a, somebody's house. And they had like a potluck? I don't. 
just... I mean, ish. I, I think mostly with stuff that was provided by the family uh, for for visitors. All right, food uh, provided by the family. Yeah, but um, the uh, so I had I had had a as you would say a. Bacal. By the way, I, I I bought you some time. Spice this fucking story up here a little bit. <laughs> well, I, was, I was about give to give this some jazz. I was gonna jim you know it up a little goes. bit. You know I, I, I had a bagel. Oh yeah, uh, with uh, with some salmon. Oh, you mean a bagel? Do you have any lokes? What's that? Was there lokes on that bagel? Lokes and bagel. Uh, well, it's the salmon. Yeah, lokes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the salmon. What about a, a schmeyer? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that there's an eye in it's that. It's called even. a schmear. You put a schmear on there, lady. I thank you to mind your business on me ordering my bagel. <laughs> Remember, I told you that woman yelled at me at yeah. Larchmont. Oh, Ive. It's called a schmear. Shut yeah. the fuck up. It's That's called it. murder. And then yeah. I slit her throat. Oh goodness. Maybe I don't want it in to a sound like way? a like a, a vagina procedure on a Th- woman. I want to tell you something. That's why I don't like it. That's <laughs> yeah. why I do not like that word. Yeah. It's not a great even without that, it's not a, a an appetizing it's word. It's an unpleasant word to be yeah. associated yeah. with something you're about it's to It's like put moist. In your mouth. How about a spread? Yeah. Spread is fine. It's a little bit how about you just go that way? Call it too. what it is, cream cheese. How about to put some cream cheese on there? They well, call it a schmear. <laughs> Yeah. This is, Elliot, this is why we hate your people. What? Wait. <laughs> Hold on. What's going on? I married one. I thought we were all on board that's with this. That's your talk. That's what are we Matt doing? Bell, that's Wait. Matt Belnett's We talked talk. about this. We had a whole meeting about it. This is the episode we're going to finally I think just you and Garen did, because I was board. not privy to that. Well, uh, look, nope, Steve Bannon too. is an executive producer of the show now. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. <laughs> I just didn't wasn't privy to this pre-show meeting. Uh, there are new overlords. We must <laughs> keep these down. Guys was, it used to be my favorite podcast. Now it's never not hateful. Oh, go ahead. Um... So after I had had that, then uh, I, I realized that one of the children uh, had been uh, periodically going over to the table and just touching. He's manhandling the bagels? Oh, All the things. God. Well, that's bad parenting. That's what that turns out to be. That's just bad and parenting. And is that kid sick or is you just saying? I, that's I, the way though. They let the kids <laughs> run rampant. You can't be offended by that you were the when one I'm that, building you on your uh, premise. I, I'm giving it back what I got in return. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Is that a sentence? No. <laughs> we're all dying. Oh, dear. There is the worst idea in the world. None of us should be here talking, except for yeah. Garen. And nobody wants to hear that. So I stand by that. <laughs> nobody should be here talking. Agreed. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but anyway, so I had blamed my being sick on that. But if it's Garen's fault... No. Well, oh, Garen's not going to own this. I don't think it is Garen because no, he had a different thing. It, and it was like two weeks ago. And that was and remember, I tried to take credit for that because I had been yeah. a little sick before that. So and it, you're it, sick again. That's, that's what I that's why I know it's not Garen because you got this little this little it's this guy. Bread snatchers running around <laughs> touching the buffets. You can't, how's, how's that sentence? You're, you're the one that's not sick. How did that happen? You're so white you can't even say bagel. You just said bread snatcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I thought bagel snatcher was a little bit too. What's him being white have to do with it? I don't know. He's so, what are, he's so goyish. I don't know what the yeah, word is. Yeah, that would be uh, sure. I love the Jew. <laughs> what is happening in here? I recognize we're all on Dayquil or however we're all dealing with our issues. Oh, knocked off its axis. The whole world's falling apart, guys. Oh, whole thing. We've hit the inflection point. Everything is falling to shit now. Are we at tipping even, point? You think we're at tipping point? We can't elect leaders. We can't pull off award shows. We can't do anything anymore. You, 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 I know you're very upset about this. But we might as well get to Wait, this. what are you guys talking about? All right, so here, all right, so here's the deal. Uh, Elliot Hopper, uh, welcome in. Uh, thank you. Uh, all right, so there's no guest today because this is going to be a short little episode, just a little something to... All right, so Parcastathon is on uh, this coming Saturday. Yes. From uh, noon to noon. Nope. Noon to midnight. Noon to midnight Pacific time. Oh, God, thank you. Uh, I was uh, juggling all the schedule last night. We, As of this moment, we have 25 guests booked. <laughs> uh, two are still out there floating. Uh, may or may not happen. And... Um, Nice lineup. 
Uh, but it is uh, – let me tell you something. It is impossible, although I, I guess it's not impossible. I managed to do it, uh, to book that many people and make sure everybody's happy with their time. And I'm yeah. sure even now that I've bent over backwards, I will get some email going, right. hey, Shooter, I forgot to tell you, I'm no longer available all day. I'm only available between uh, 2 and 2.15. Yeah. So, uh, which then means I have to ask that person to move, and then it becomes this Horrible. musical chairs. It's bad it's enough awesome. when we're booking one guest on the show. There's often some kind of a, hey, can we start at 11? Can we start at 3? Whatever. Then you multiply that by 26. And then and also you throw it in the mix, which we, we deal with on this show uh, occasionally, but mostly it's me talking to the person. Right. Because Parcastathon, we, we throw a wider net. There are people with publicists that get involved. So right. now it's got to be, hey, is he available during this time? Oh, right. yes. Oh, hey, sorry about that last one. I'm wrong. They're not. So it's like so – anyway, I spent – a lot of phone tag emails over though. the weekend trying to schedule these 20 something people mm-hmm. uh, pain in the buttocks. Uh, but it is for the children and we do it for the children. Uh, and we the auctions are all up and running and they, they seem to be already getting a nice piece of change over there. Doing well. Yeah. You can go to just go to never dot com and click the auction link there. It's the easiest way to get to them. That's what I did. I tweeted that out. I figured that was the easiest <laughs> yeah. way to get there. It is our, our username on eBay is just never not funny. So if you feel the need to just search that way you can do that or it's all one right it's all with just one yeah, word all one word and or you can just search for pcat 17 or podcastathon with the dashes does that work you've, you've done that if you type in podcast dash a dash thon it then will, it comes up it will show up if you type in podcastathon with no dashes i do not think that will work no out. nor should it yeah no we we frown upon the dashless podcastathon mm-hmm. that's some other guy's gig and we're not going to uh ignore what if there was what if somebody <laughs> else stole podcastathon <laughs> Maybe that Lewis Pardo, that the, the actor guy. Maybe he does a yeah. uh, one man show, or it's, it's the podcast. It's just him doing as many characters. <laughs> it's him and the soccer player Pavel Pardo. I don't know who that is. He's a but that's not a one man show. Then you're bringing in this uh, this kicker. He's on piano. <laughs> oh, you got to be. It's still technically a one man show because he's just accompanying. On well, piano. he doesn't need his hands for his sport, so he, uh, right. he tickles it's, the ivories with those. Very cl- clean and fresh for the for the the keyboard. How you doing? Not okay. You're not, not doing not great. Right. Not great. <laughs> I probably could use some sleep. We all should just go home. All right. Listen. So uh, the auctions are doing great. I saw that uh, some are uh, already uh, uh, into uh, triple digits. I guess it would be. Is that or I'm, I'm sure I'm, they're definitely in triple digits. Yeah, I've seen that. Right. I, I haven't looked at what's, them. What's triple digit? That'd be hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Some are even do uh, into the thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Well, don't scare anybody away. Yeah, some of them are very low right now. Go find oh, one. Oh, some are very low. Some yeah. are embarrassingly low. Let's go. Yeah, let's not embarrass our friends here. <laughs> right. Well, and what, when I what, say friends, I mean maybe something I'm involved in. Yeah, there's one that's uh, – that, that, in fact, lunch lunch with you and me is, is ridiculously low at this point. That See, that's crazy because that last year that went for, what, $1,200 or something, yeah. which, is, which was also crazy. There's still time. you got a week. Uh, Who doesn't want to eat with these two sickies? <laughs> right. Well we, well, we promise to show up fresh as daisies, do we not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are we at with that? And how do I look that up on there? Do I have, do I have eBay on my phone? I, I have the eBay app, and it's logged into uh, the Never Not Funny account, so I can just look and tell you. All right. That's the way to do that. Do you mind if I do that, too? Go for it, if you want to. But I'm telling you, I'm already logged in, so I'm going to be one step ahead of you. Do you mind if I do... Uh, all right, current bid, if you, if you want me to be a guest on your podcast, 150 bucks right now. By the way, one of the spots for the... Um, oh, somebody asked me, you can answer this now, uh, and this will help everybody. How do people enter the lottery for the uh, that will happen? Draft? We'll talk about that come uh, the Players Club. 
Okay, that's so that's a players' club conversation. So on on twenty D, that will be discussed. I will say you mail in, you email, and say that you right. want to be part of it. So players' club, that's you have to be in the players' club. Got to be a players' club to be right. part of the. Uh, Got it. Or or bit. guarantee your spot. Yeah, you. So some one of those is already sold. There's there's ten spots available, and you can buy up to ten of them if they're still. I mean, one ten different people can can buy their way in. That's five hundred dollars. Goes to Smile Train. One of those is gone, so oh. there's nine left. I'm going to tell you something. One of these uh, things ends in eight minutes. The uh, that's, VIP that's tickets. That's the VIP seating, so if you're listening to this, it's too late. But I should tweet something about that. You tweet it out right now. And then Lunch on the Road with me is uh, going very nice. He's a guest on the thing. All right, go to see Ellis Paul with us. Is uh, ridiculous. Uh, that's low. Karaoke's low. Uh, this is the one. Lunch with Jimmy and Matt. Why is that low? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's Sitting on a recording is doing nicely. The poster is doing nicely. I wonder if... I'm always curious about this. I wonder if the person that bids on the poster is the same guy year after year. Like, does he have all of those posters it's, it's, now? Yeah, his entire basement is just wall-to-wall podcast of them. Well, listen, we got good fans out there, and we know that the uh, money's going to come. Okay, and once you get the money, then you get the uh, power. Once you get the power, what do you get, Matt? You get the women. You get the women. That's exactly right. We learned that from Tony Montana, right? Which has somehow become that uh, – he's become people's heroes, that character. <laughs> yeah. He's a horrible, horrible human being. Uh, but a terrific actor, Al Pacino, Al Pacino. I think he's dynamite, right? Al Pacino had a bagel probably at that Buffett. <laughs> yep. Right? There's Boy, that's there's, there's three Pardo words right in that one sentence. That's wow. fun. That is a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. So, on the Players Club last uh, last week, uh, we did a, with Henry Phillips, if you're not a member of the Players Club, but I'm only addressing it here because uh, of the timeliness of it. We had a uh, an Oscar pool, in-house Oscar pool, yeah. that we only did, like, the, what's the top 11? The, uh, the, yeah, the big 11. The big 11. Yeah. Right. Which I don't know if that's an official thing, but it felt like these are the big ones. And by the way, let's talk about it. Aren't those the only ones you want to see on that te- television show as well? Um, yeah. Tighten that baby up. The, Although I didn't mind it. Was, every single thing about the Oscars but at this point in my life is feels like a time waster. Like every single thing they do, I'm like, Get, let's go. Let's move really? on. You did, you did not find this uh, yesterday, last night's... Uh, uh, I don't know why. I just wanted to get it over with, but... Uh, I thought Jim Kimmel did a great job. I enjoyed his hosting. I enjoyed his comedy. I, I, there were things that I liked, but I, even even as I enjoyed them, like the thing where there was an actor watching one of their favorite performances... That's a nice idea, but I was like, all this is doing is making this whole thing take longer. That did take longer. I, um, I'll agree with that. Um, but it was uh, nice to see, uh, you know, um, Shirley MacLaine come out in that outfit that she's worn to every Oscars <laughs> for the past 40 years. And make the same joke she's made at every Oscars for the past 40 years. About, uh, hey, I've had past lives, remember? Yeah, we get it. We get it, <laughs> Shirley. You're great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but uh, so we did an in-house. It was uh the four of us, Elliot and Garrett and me and you and Henry Phillips. Right. And then I opened it up. We included your wife, Elise. We included my wife, Danielle, and my mother. Mm-hmm. We included my mother. Now, okay. does anybody know how everybody did? Does everybody know how everybody did? I think all I figured out between myself and Garen is that I beat Garen. Um, and I think Elise beat me. So I think Elise won, but I'm not sure. Unless, someone, unless your mom or your wife. Uh, uh, Danielle had a very poor showing. Okay. She only had five. Okay. Um, here's here's the deal. Yeah. Here is well, – no, wait a minute now. I, I don't know if I took mine off of there. I, I know I did. Okay. You and Elise both had eight. Oh, okay. 
And I had I seven. She did one better than me. I don't know why. Uh, okay. And I only had seven because I got cute with that. Like my life is zucchini. Like instead <laughs> right, of right. going with Zootopia, like I should have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for the fun of this show, mm. and wasn't that fun <laughs> when I said my life is zucchini? Well, didn't that really oh. bring us joy? I mean, I've been laughing about it ever since. Uh, and then my mom had seven. Okay. I had seven. My mom had seven. My mom went a little crazy that she picked fences for best picture, and that that hurt her, and never, that never sure. had a chance. Sure. Uh, and then uh, Elliot had two. Wow. <laughs> but you're didn't you guess stupidly for humor? Uh, I I I guess based on what I thought would uh, would be good to you, have won. You tried you well. You were trying to win, or were you trying to say this is what I think should win? Well, I didn't think La La Land should win a bunch of stuff. So right. that's that's where I was coming from. Yeah. Well, I, and you I, did I, not watch the presentation, no, sir. So yeah. So before Jimmy got here, uh, we were talking, and I realized. Uh, that Elliot does not know. He, he might be the only people, one of the only people on earth, uh, in the Western world at least, who does not know what happened at the Oscars last night. And I thought it'd be fun to walk him through it because everyone listening knows what happened. <laughs> and uh, Let's find out if this is fun. <laughs> what do you think? What, so, I'm going to tell you this. Something went wrong. What do you think happened? Uh, well, um, one good possibility would be uh, somebody got the wrong envelope and uh, announced the wrong person bingo 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 guess when that happened uh best actress and it was a best actor maybe no you're close you're Try again you, the, you have the envelope right but the category wrong wait what they had the wrong envelope they had an envelope for a different category and it was the envelope they had was best actress but that was not what they were supposed to be giving uh, so it was like what best picture or something yes best picture, yeah <laughs> they they basically warren Beatty and faye dunaway <laughs> Opened an envelope for the best picture of the year, the end of the show, uh-huh. and uh, Warren Beatty looked at it for an astonishingly, <laughs> astonishingly long amount of time. Could not make heads or tails of it, and then just and, and rightfully so because just, he had to wonder. And then, right. and then had her read it. He just put it. He just handed her like I think to be like, what hey, should we what, do? What do, we do? And, and she was just like La La Land uh, yeah. because it was Emma Stone from La La Land won Best Actress, and so she was just like La La Land. And then ever they all came up, and there was a good three minutes of speeches before. No, there weren't that. It wasn't that long. Oh, it felt like what? How long? Three different people managed to give a speech. Wait, three did? There was one dude, then another dude, and then that third oh, no. dude who was just like, by the way, we lost. Weirdest thing to ever say. By the way, I don't know why he was like. So why were you giving a speech if you already know? you No, didn't? he wasn't giving a speech. He walked up there to say we lost. Why, we're not. But he seemed like he was thanking people. No, I think he was thanking people. And but the commotion behind him. Right. Was that guy running out with a headset saying you guys did win. You guys didn't. win?" Right. So he heard that. As and he then was he, giving a speech. And then, and then that said, guy said, it doesn't matter anyway. We didn't win. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah. Th- I'm not talking about the dude who like the guy that everyone's cheering on as, as a champion. He, by the way, he, I thought he handled that with class and dignity. He's not a hero. <laughs> and let me uh, let me be very clear. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Right. Yeah. I loved the fact that something real happened. It was the most interesting thing you could ever. It's imagine. not 9-11. People are right. walking around. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> it was such a great show till then. It still was a great show. Way, Who gives a shit? I'm going to say this because I kept watching the after show. George Pinocchio was shaken to his core. <laughs> I've never seen the. Somebody I, else. Somebody tweeted out. I, I can't believe. I don't know how I can sleep tonight. Are you going to be shitting me? Why? <laughs> it's first of all, the right movie won. So let's all be happy about that. If it had been the other way around. It would have been a fucking disaster. Yes. A nightmare for 
race relations in America like we haven't seen since November 8th. And then, you know, they were all gracious about it. Like, nobody was uncool. It was nobody, all great. Everything nobody. was great. So why you and your home, sir, not you, yeah. but people on Twitter, why are you acting like this ruined your year? Who gives a shit? It's a dumb know. award show. That was fun. And then you went, that way made it, made it even more fun. Why are you acting as if it's a crisis and that Hollywood needs to be shut down? I, I will say the guy that everyone, including you, were saying, like, hey, that guy handled it with class. That's true. Except I, I, I watched it twice, at least. There is a moment where when he, because he's saying, guys, I'm, is, when he says, this isn't a joke, Moonlight, you won. I'm not kidding. This is real. You won. And then he takes the card from Warren Beatty in a way that conveys all the anger a human being can contain yeah. in one little second. He just goes, and all, you could see for a flash of this guy is so pissed. Like he's going to throw coffee in his assistant's face later. Like this. Why is does not the assistant cool. get hurt in this? Because that's how producers are. They always throw coffee in their right. assistant's faces. Hey, you know, any instance where that's happened? Every time a producer is upset, coffee in the face. Okay. That's well, how Hollywood. I do. I know Look, you used to work for DreamWorks. That's uh, imagine. Imagine. Yeah, it was imagine. That's how producers work. That's how Hollywood works. It works. It's a, it's an elaborate system of coffee and faces there's a there's a whole chain of command <laughs> right. you know, again, you it trickles down it, but you hope that it's not that hot by the time it gets to your face but that's how it works coffee rolls downhill <laughs> that's right all the coffee rolls downhill so that guy hero though he may be and i know like people were tweeting maybe we even know people who know that guy i don't know like uh he definitely handled it the right way but i i'm a little irritated by especially emma stone pretending like they're thrilled that this happened it's okay to be upset that the movie you just poured 18 months of your life into didn't win the biggest award and i know she already got her own trophy but like she was bending over backwards like i'm thrilled i love moonlight shut the fuck yeah. up be real for five maybe seconds maybe she is being real you, maybe she is she was so phony they should have taken that trophy away from her for how oh, badly she was bad acting yeah it was bad Wait, so <laughs> i'm confused because so the the best actress award had been given already yes Apparently, they have, a, they have an envelope on both sides of the stage they for have, whatever reason. There's two envelopes oh. for everything, and somehow they handed Warren Beatty the best actress. And so he read what he was given. It, 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 at first, it seemed like it was all his fault. Uh, right, sure. And then people realized he was holding the thing that he read. He didn't fuck up. Right. Um, although... He saw what he he saw that it was wrong, and he just didn't know what to do. He should have said, "I have the wrong envelope." Yeah, right. Yeah. He looked off stage at one point. He, yeah, he did. You're he right. Was looking like, everywhere. Like, hey, is somebody going to save me from this? Yeah. yeah, like right before Faye Dunaway took it or he handed it to her. I right. don't even know what he did, but yeah. he was like looking for. This is Warren Beatty. The guy's a legend in Hollywood, but he's not he a know presenter. How to handle this. He's not a. He's not a. How host. old is he? Like, that's true. He's like 80 or something, probably. Is that is that accurate? I think that's accurate. So you know, wait. It sounds like Garen's coming down hard on uh, Warren Beatty. I think he, he, I was agreeing with Matt that he should have said, "Hey, guys, he, he's a charming guy. He Matt could have made a joke." Not say that. that I said that. <laughs> oh my god! Didn't you just say he should? We have don't have to. Fill the it. whole world says that, so I, I'm joking. I think I think that like a guy who has hosted award shows before would have been like, "Hey, you know what? I know this is wrong. We, this is not. A, this doesn't have to be a, as big a crisis. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna fix this now by saying, "Hey, guys, this is wrong. Wrong envelope." And then that would have been the moment that everyone was talking about. Yeah. Uh, and it wouldn't have been as embarrassing, but because then what the only problem was, it seemed like La La Land won. Like it, if it, if it had been like if he had been like Emma Stone for La La Land, people would have been like, "What are you talking about? This is crazy!" Ha ha ha! Now Moonlight comes out, but the fact that the entire cast and crew of, of La La Land was on stage mm. celebrating mm -hmm. 
and then they're crazy. But let's acknowledge how quickly they got off that stage. They, I mean, they, they were gone. Yeah, like even the moon. Like I tried to thank them, and they were already gone. He was yeah. like, "Where are? Oh, they're, they've left, <laughs> and they will never uh, come back." But again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it even as an embarrassment. It was a mistake, and mistakes happen. It's embarrassing for Warren Beatty, and I've heard that he was irate backstage, as as he should be. They made him look the fool, as you like to say. Yeah, I guess they did, but. I, which is why he should have just said something. He should have said that. Uh, yeah. Didn't have, but uh, he's a. He's a I mean, that, the problem was he spent his life like curating this per- persona as like a politically active, sh- smart, sharp, engaged guy. And in that moment, he looked like a dumb fucking actor. He looked oh, like an boy. idiot. <laughs> Look at that. Boy, you're being harsh on Warren Well, Brady. he fucking looked at a thing, knew it was wrong and still. Well, he didn't read it, but he basically. No, but up. he did. He had. He said to her, like, he showed it to her, like, what do we do? And but he didn't she, say, he said, what do we do too late? He should have been like, I don't know. It's hindsight is twenty twenty. Obviously, none of us, maybe you, because you host things, none of us would have known what to fucking do in that situation either. I think, I, I always use that example of at a wedding where somebody doesn't have their speeches and up on the right. thing. It's, it's not like, the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. And yeah. so this is not, I, I, I like you say, George Brock is shaking to his core. It's like, what, how can it be? <laughs> Hollywood's still rumbling over what happened last night. Move on. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? And Garrett, your showing of only getting six is an embarrassment to the pop culture based website. Yes. I only got six? Yeah, you're horrible. My mother did better than you. My mother doesn't have a website. You should change that to pop culture puppy. That's, yeah. that's what you are. You're no longer a beast. I would even take I, a pop culture I out went of it. Puppy.com. <laughs> I went with my heart on a few of those options, and I probably should have went with my mind. Yeah. Well, we all Just made like mistakes. Warren Beatty should have done. We all make mistakes. I, I, I chose zucchini for the fun of it. Mm. I really, I, I was dumb. In retrospect, I was dumb to pick uh, La La Land for a screenplay. That was a stupid pick. Like, in hindsight, Manchester by the Sea was the obvious. Oh, like, did I? It was. We might have all I made. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like I was That's sort of. I, I was. I was thinking it was going to do a, basically a sweep uh, of the major stuff. Didn't but. do a sweep at all. of The major stuff, as we learned, yeah. that they had a snafu at the end, Elliot. But they still got what five or six. They got a lot of good. They, mm-hmm. they, the director guy got his thing. They, nobody lost, other than those producers who, you know, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's life. They, they, got, they did say afterwards, disingenuous or not, they did say, "Hey, I, I got to hold a trophy and thank people, and then give it to uh, these guys who are really deserving." There of it. is the one guy though that uh, Oliver Jones uh, pointed out. Uh, the reporter Oliver Jones, journalist mm-hmm. Oliver Jones. Uh, he pointed out on Twitter that there was one guy that was well aware that they didn't win, and he still gave his entire speech. I think that's the guy I was talking that's, about. Yeah, uh, is it or no? You talking about the first guy? I don't. I don't know when they found out. Maybe the second guy, but, but, but he zabrudered it. Yeah, zabrudered it, and uh, he saw that the guy nodded, understood what was happening, and still. T- Turned around and gave a speech. See, I, I think that's the guy I mean. Is, yeah. is that the same guy that said, by the way, we lost? No. Okay. Well, that guy, that guy's the guy I got questions for. I mean, so I, think- I missed what was happening because uh, when they won, I was going to, I was in the middle of a tweet <laughs> expressing my displeasure. Anger, yeah. Anger and tweet. My friend's like, oh, I hope they're coming on stage to tell them that this is the wrong award or whatever. I'm like, what? So I, I ceased my tweet. Yeah. And I saw the guy with the headset. I was like, what the hell's happening? And then it all went down. But I thought that I, I the first thing I thought was that it was a tie or something. I thought it was a tie as well. And that they didn't they didn't read it right or something. But like, which would make sense, because I thought the same thing. Like, 
he saw two names on there and was like, I, confused, I don't right. know what to do. Why are there like, th- and then, yeah. And then fade on away, messed it up. But yeah, the, the other thing was I was all, I just went, to, I was like doing my ballot. Cause once they won, I was like, I don't give a shit about these speeches. I was just checking my ballot and seeing how many I got right and wrong. And then Elise was like, Hey, something's going on. And I was like, what? And like, yeah, the guy with the headset wandering around was very unusual. And then you just heard this weird murmuring well all the, it shook hollywood you heard it, the murmuring yeah. all the, uh the richter scale that even uh yeah oh yeah no there's it definitely set that off. seismologists are uh, people that know what to do up in that balcony oh my god there are stampedes <laughs> i what, barely slept what well, i i imagine garrett it's very uh it's very upsetting i slept really soundly this weekend that's because you didn't see it oh that's good it was hollywood's big night was ruined yeah. Here, here's the by nothing you fucking self-involved idiots you know who i actually feel bad for is the moonlight guys because i feel like their moment was sort of diminished because no one's gonna like no one could even focus on their speeches at that point because it was so fucking crazy that it was just like true you didn't get to hear and no one's gonna remember oh no one would remember the speeches anyway but it's like the the takeaway from that moment and from the night as a whole was huge error and not like great movie wins oscar against long odds also, I, and again i thought it was a very entertaining uh night there I thought, was, yeah, I thought was jim kimmel did a very very good job i could have done without that tour guide i enjoyed that oh, i thought that was fun it was interminable <laughs> uh, i'll agree to disagree I enjoyed it. I think I think the kept me up all night. <laughs> I, I will say that uh, while I like Jimmy Kimmel, I think he leaned a little too much on like his own show and like I, and, and, and most that of the did not bother me. But like you got to know that ninety nine percent of the audience doesn't know his thing with Matt Damon. They don't. The mean tweets thing is obviously trans. Like you don't have to know the backstory. But like that was a very, by the way, a very subdued mean. Tweets. It was weak. It was, was it was weak mean. Tre- yeah, that, that kind of bummed me out. I was like, these aren't funny enough. They're, they're not, not sharp enough. They're not mean. Yeah, they weren't even mean. Right, right. And then to end on the the De Niro with this weak comeback, I was like, boy, that's the that's the closer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the candy from the ceiling. Do we need to do that three times? Not three times. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, it was fun it's, once. And it's the pizza bit. So tradition. It's the pi- someone has to deliver food every award. Right. It's just the pizza bit wasn't that clever. And this is just a different version of the pizza bit. I like the little parachutes coming down with the food. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed it. I know you guys are being, uh, you guys are. I, lo- I loved, uh, honestly, maybe you disagree. I, I loved Seth Rogen and, and Michael J. Fox. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, Loved the Scarlet Sisters shout out. It was, was great to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the opening. I thought, yes, let's open with an let's energetic with song. song that, great. And we're also getting this out of the way. So now we're ahead. Great. We yeah. don't have to waste time with some stupid, you know, <laughs> parody video that doesn't really matter. How about that? Uh, the beautiful girl from Mo- the girl that sings in Moana. Oh, My beautiful. God, why are we hiding her behind cartoons? Holy shit. Does she have a be- beautiful she, She's also and face. She's never performed in front of an audience in her life is that true other than at the premiere of moana she sang for like a group of disney people um yeah she's not a performer like they just found her she they found her in some school and they're like yeah she sounds she sounds like what we want this to sound like she's not a professional actor or singer um took a flag to the face took a flag took to a the flag head yeah and kept going and loved it kept going that's what no ever, that 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 doesn't bother you but warren Beatty falling his face upsets you what about the woman who isn't dead who is in the in memoriam yeah. that's that's a bigger fuck up, I think. You just said someone was dead who isn't. That's crazy. Yeah. This thing was riddled with errors. <laughs> Amateur hours. Now, what our president said? Did he tweet out? Oh, did he out? finally tweet? Did he tweet out? Didn't. Uh oh, I don't know. I didn't see Didn't that. DJT didn't see that. tweet out someone about Amateur Hour? Or was that one of those somebody being funny? I, uh, I think somebody else, some other Republican, tweeted something. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was Donald Trump Jr. Uh, I know. Um, Huckabee tweeted something about oh he had a great joke before the show (laughs) that guy 
couldn't hit a fucking punchline. No, he's a zero. <laughs> that guy's a zero. Are you looking up Donald J. Trump? Yeah, he didn't tweet anything. I think it was Junior said something. Maybe it wasn't after, but it was just like something. The same sentiment as Huckabee. Like, I don't need to see these liberals, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I, I'm i sorry. I'm, I, I keep going back to the idea that there are <laughs> stacks of awards <laughs> envelopes that are just kind of there. And you just grab one and nobody's... No, no. The, no, There's there are two people in the entire world who know the winners before the the audience and before we all find out. Right. And those two people, their job, this is what their job involves. They memorize every winner. Mm-hmm. They print out the cards and put them in a locked briefcase. And then their job is to stand in the wings the entire show wow. and not even go to the bathroom and be there and be the ones to hand the cards to the presenters. So they're fired. They're fired, I would assume. They're, they're, they screwed up hugely. You think they both did or one person did? Well, at least one. I don't know. Who, yeah, I don't know which one of them. It's, it's, I know it was a man and a woman because they had been interviewed the few days before the show talking about their routine and how they're like, we don't even leave for bathroom breaks. I'm like, well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe stop treating it with this undue seriousness and just do it logically. Like put a big sticker on the envelope that says best picture. Yes. So that we know what the fuck it is. Also, I, think, I, I think the font on the actual card inside could be a little more yeah. clear. Well, that's, that's, oh, did you see a photo of it? Yeah. Well, everyone yeah. was talking about like it's the same thing that happened to, with the Steve Harvey thing. Right. Because the, the layout on the card was ridiculous. It said like first runner up, second runner up. And then like in the corner, it was like winner Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> very. Is, uh, it's dumb. And this was the same. It said like best picture, super tiny at the bottom. And then it just had. But that said. Warren Beatty should know when it says Emma Stone, that is not the winner of Best Picture. She She's not the Best Picture. Why are you mad at Warren Beatty? Because I don't like his face. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> don't like him. And I thought he was just really boring in Dick Tracy. Did. I was excited for Dick Tracy, and that movie bored the shit out of me, and I still haven't forgiven him. Also, Bullworth is awful and embarrassing, and I'm mad that that was even given any credit. Bullworth was a fine movie. No, it's Dick garbage. Tracy is a snooze. <laughs> it's so bad. It's a snooze. But it's Madonna's acting. <laughs> so, um, do you guys know that I worked on one of the Oscars? Mm. No, we'll hear about that right after this. This episode is brought to you by HBO's new show, Crashing, starring Pete Holmes as Pete, a sheltered suburbanite who married his childhood sweetheart and dreams of making it as a stand-up comedian. But when he finds out his wife cheated on him, Pete's world unravels, plunging him into the deep end of the rough-and-tumble New York comedy scene, where he crashes on other people's couches and, in the process, learns hard lessons about life and himself. Holmes and Judd Apatow executive produced the show, which draws on Holmes' own experiences as a comedian, offering a behind-the-scenes look at the unpredictable world of stand-up comedy. Uh, I finally was able to watch this. We didn't. Uh, we did this ad last week, and I hadn't watched it yet. It's, it's fantastic. I loved it. It's uh, everything I love about what Pete does, and it's a great comedic show. Even if you don't know anything about stand-up or anything, it's just a fun show. Uh, uh, he's a lovable loser who just keeps getting kicked in the crotch, and that's my favorite brand of comedy. So I encourage you to check it out. Uh, Crashing features performances by Artie Lang, Lauren Lapkus, and George Basil, plus guest appearances by Hannibal Burris, T.J. Miller, Sarah Silverman, and more. Crashing premieres Sundays at 10.30 p.m. on HBO. Also, it, it already premiered, so it's just airing now at 10.30 p.m. on HBO. HBO, they didn't ask me to say this, but I'll say it anyway. It's not TV. It's HBO, and they probably retired that 10 years ago. Well, if you're looking at my face, you know one thing and one thing only. I shaved today. Boom. It looks great. Thank That's, you very much. I know we're both under the weather, but we're both clean shaven, and I think that counts for something. You know what? It's one of those things that even I, I felt like right after I shaved, I felt like, oh, I know I'm not sick. Right. And then 
uh, and then got dressed and was like, oh, boy, I was fooled. Well, you know what Mark Wahlberg always says. What's that? Look good, feel good. I didn't know he said that. Well, it's really more a movie character line. But What, uh, uh, what movie? That's at the end of Boogie Nights when he's hanging that's right. his giant dick in front of the mirror. and uh, Yeah. Look good, feel good. Speaking of which, by the way, I saw some pornographic imagery on the uh, World Wide Web over the weekend. <laughs> yes. That uh, I saw a guy's crank that I don't, I don't know how the guy has pants <laughs> that don't have an extra sleeve. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. Now, I don't know if that guy uses Harry's, but he should. Well, does, was he clean shaven? He was clean down there. He was, yeah. Oh, great. Do you think he uses a razor on that, or does he use like a Nair product? What, what oh, God, use? I hope not. Could you imagine that growing back in? How no, horrible that is? That sounds painful. You got to use a Harry's on the on the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Harry's knows how to handle themselves. These two guys, Jeff and Andy, who are no strangers to watching porn. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, I'm not allowed to say that? I think that's defamation. Is that? Yeah. I how think. is that defamation? Well, you don't know that they... Maybe they're in a defecation. You ever think about that? Is that the kind of sick shit they like? They go on Red yeah, Tube and type in... Yeah, these guys are up to. ...poopy times or whatever. Wow, you just, gave, you just give a plug to a... a sure. ...a porn site. So you were giving a plug to a guy's big dick. <laughs> say where I saw it. Right. Just couldn't believe it. My God, it was like... It was like the size were like... Uh, you were choosing a size on a baseball field. And you could <laughs> hand, 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 right. hand, cap it. <laughs> And then kick it out. There was always they always added an extra step to that. Whenever somebody wasn't happy with mm. what they got, pick up sides. Not feeling well, but I do feel my face feels great, courtesy yeah. of Harry's razors. Yeah. Now these guys, German engineered blades. You know that the lubricating strip, the flex hinge, got that trimmer blade. Get right in. You know, um, uh, weighted ergonomic handle. They finally got their handle uh, the way that I like it. It was always a nice handle, but now they got it the way that Jimmy Pardo likes it. Well, it's got a little grip on it. Uh, all this for two bucks a blade compared to the four bucks or more you're going to pay at the drugstore. Now, listen, Harry's razors are our friends. But you still have to go to a store and buy them. Not is, with Harry's. What? You can. But what uh, are you talking about? You get them delivered? To your home? This dumb character. Why aren't you playing along? Not this is an ad. I'm not going to let you do <laughs> that today. Christ. Not today. They deliver them to your house. You Who, guys. What? Harry's does. What do you mean? You get them right at your doorstep. You don't have to do anything. Click a button on your computer and it's done. Almost like something else that I would do. Like if I ordered pizza online, that shows up to my house. Yeah. Is this the equivalent? It doesn't come in 30 minutes, but uh, you, you get them in a timely manner. What do you think about me turning the tables where now I'm doing the exact same right. thing, but from the other and side? And guess what the professional's doing over here? Playing along. <laughs> Professional's a strong word. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for calling yourself out of that. Uh, Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they want you to try their most popular trial set for free. Hey. Comes with a razor handle of your choice, five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. That's nice. Yeah. And when you sign up, uh, you just, uh, no, it's free. I'm sorry. It's free. You just pay a small shipping uh, fee. Yeah. Uh, to, to redeem your free trial offer, go to harrys.com slash pardo right now. harrys.com slash pardo. Uh, take advantage of that great offer to try out their product for free. Uh, if you don't like it, uh, you just paid a little bit for shipping. Who cares? Enjoy it. Splash around in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you will like it because we like it. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, you use this, right? Yes, sir. Elliot uses it. He's you not. use it. Garen yep. uses it. We all like the Harry's. Uh, we don't know what Garen's doing, honestly. He might be using it. No, I think he is. He looks great. He does look good today. Harry's. A better way to shave your face. Incredible home cooking has never been more attainable thanks to Blue Apron. True that, Jimmy. Because for less than 10 bucks a meal, Blue Apron delivers easy to follow seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, Matt. Oh, this also goes right to your door. 
Yeah, I love the, the doors, uh, the band, uh, the delivery. Well, hang method. on, that's not. I've got I've got audio proof that you on this very show yeah, said I was just riffing. I hate the doors, but I love things you that hate are delivered to all my door. door songs. I, I think it stinks. I liked it when I was twelve. Do, 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 do. I thought it sounded cool. Like, ooh, what are these rebels doing? Now I think it's embarrassing. I think it stinks. <laughs> it stinks. So boring. Every song. I think I only liked it when I heard snippets and then I heard full songs and I was like, no, sir. strange. When you're a stranger, things that you know are bad are still played. <laughs> hey, here's something cool. I'm a huge fan of Top Chef. I've been watching it since season one. They're, I'm listening. They're on like season a zillion now. Yeah. And I'm so excited about this. The finale is this week and they're doing a thing where the winner, I don't know which part of the show it is because I don't know how they're going to pull this off but Blue Apron you get the the winning recipe like that's next week's dish that they send you oh that's you. great so I'm so excited so yeah. you're going to watch them do you're it you're going to watch them do it and then the next following Tuesday I you get, get it at my it. doorstep and I get to make the winning dish from Top Chef well in addition to that here's some other uh, upcoming featured meals you get the salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli yep pork chops and miso butter miso butter ah miso butter ah ah miso butter with bok choy ah, and marinated miso apple butter. me love you long time vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes by with- the way that's a song I'm not being racist that's i'm just quoting the two live crew guys calm down nobody's fighting you that was the only entertaining thing that happened in this episode i wouldn't be so upset with that uh vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes with crispy tortilla strips Mm. spicy shrimp and coconut curry with cabbage and rice now they've never told me not to mispronounce these things so i do it i do i do me part of these we do it for fun and then people probably get confused but it's cabbage and all right all right let me go i'm gonna go through it quickly salmon yep uh, tortilla yep. and cabbage. Those yeah. are the three that I boom, do. Boom, boom, boom. Now check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. That is three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash number. Blueapron.com slash number. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Do not wait. That is blueapron.com slash number. Blue Apron. A better way to make your dinner at home. No, they have a real, oh, they, they have a real catchphrase. A better way to cook? Okay, yeah. got it. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode twenty oh four, the sick episode as we're calling it. We're all we're all dealing with something. We got Parcastathon coming up this Saturday, so we're gonna make this one short so we're not talking so much and then we're gonna uh I'm going to a doctor. I go see my uh, I go see the great Doctor Sugarman as soon as I leave here. His name is Sugarman. Uh I've given his name before, right? Yeah, I, I, every that. time you ever for some reason you every time you say his name, I think of this really stupid thing that was on SNL in like the early in during that you know, non Lorne era. Mm. And it was a music video. I guess the premise was that it was a, uh, it was like, remember when, remember dating videos, remember those yeah. services where you would go to a place and make a video. Obviously I was not old enough to use those, but that was the thing before the internet, you would make a video. And, uh, there was the one that the guy's making his video and then it turns into like a music video. Cause also MTV was kind of new back then. And the whole song, like it's burned into my brain. He's like, my name is Needleman. I'm an oral surgeon. I'm 35. I've never had sex or something. It just went on like that. And so when you say Sugarman, I always think of my name is Needleman. And so I want to say my name is Sugarman. So check that out on the internet. I can put, by the way, halfway through that. And this is because my, my head is full of fog. Yeah. I uh, forgot that that was an SNL sketch. And I thought, why would a guy do that? Why would a guy admit he didn't have, like, what a weird yeah. thing to do? Like, I, dummy. I just was... Uh, Completely forgot uh, the and premise who, of your story. Played, and who played that guy? It might have been Brad Bird. Or, uh, Brad Bird? No, Brad. Brad Hall? Brad Hall. Brad Hall, who's married to? 
Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, right. Very, uh, very they tall. also might not have been Brad Hall. <laughs> I don't but, remember who it was. Well, he certainly is married to Julie Dreyfus. Yeah, no, I'm saying the guy in the video. I don't remember. You think they ever called her Julie Dreyfus? You think that ever happened? <laughs> Julie, Julie Dreyfus? Jay Dreyfus? What? Uh... Louis Dreyfus, that's her last name. I would call her Louis Louis. That would, that's what I would call her. Uh, say we got to go now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's in the... Uh, 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 Oliver, by the way, uh, participated in the... Uh, oh, so did Zoe. Uh, how'd she do? She beat Elisa and I. We did the whole ballot, and she she did one better than us. Is that right? Yeah, just by stupid luck. He uh, he did very well in the uh, categories that we did not do here on the program. Yeah. And... Uh, and then he had to go to bed before the uh, before it ended. Yeah, well, Zoe wanted to see if Lynn was going to win, so we stayed up for the. She, we let her stay up for that, and then he didn't, and uh, she went to bed. No, heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, but and you like that soundtrack? You stand by that soundtrack? I love it. Yeah, that's not the best song on it. Like I've, I've said this before, it's like the fourth or fifth best song in the, on that soundtrack. But... How'd you like him wedging himself into this? <laughs> and here with a unnecessary preamble, I, I, uh, you know that I love Lynn, and that was completely unnecessary, and yet I, I'll take it. You enjoyed it. I'll take any number of uh, rhymes that he wants to spit at me. Fine. <laughs> enjoyed it. Thought it was kind of cool. Were, I thought they were going to do, you know, he sings in another on another song on the soundtrack. I thought they were going to like have him just do a, a little bit of that into the other one so that they could justify. They just wanted to book him. Like I don't even think, you know, of course he wants to who doesn't want to perform at the Oscars, but like I think they were like we got to get Lynn in here. Sure, somehow. of course. How do we do it? And they're like, "Oh, I know, we'll do this." But yeah, it was <laughs> silly. Um his improv skills were terrific though. <laughs> oh, look, this guy very excited to be there. He's just a nerd. I mean, that's the thing. Yes. Like Ryan was, Ryan was making fun of me before. He was like, "Yeah, your boy was driving me crazy on that thing." Like, uh, like what's what? Why is it? Why is everything about Hamilton? I was like, there was like two references to Hamilton for four hours. Hey, listen, we uh, we are. Uh, I was thinking about Park Castathon last year before you even saw Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Last year's Park Castathon could have. Hi, I'm Jimmy. I'm sick. Yeah. Can't speak. Could have basically been called Hamilton, right. uh, the after show, because right. every guest talked about it. Yes. Talked about it. Mm-hmm. My throat is not allowing me to enunciate. Yeah, I remember that because I didn't really know what anyone was talking about. And it was like, oh, this is crazy. And like, I remember Ben Schwartz was there, right? Was yeah. There? And there was a lot of talk. Yeah. And he loves it, obviously. Um, but yeah, but when you see it, when Kimmel goes to him and... He's just a he's just a nerd whose dream came true. I mean, that's like first of all, you can, you can mock him, but you could also be like, that's pretty amazing. Ryan says your boy was driving him nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but something to that effect. Well, I think he said your boy needs to tone it down or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean tone it down? He's sitting in the audience. I thought his me tweet was actually very funny. That his haircut like looks like he's going to get his '90s sitcom or whatever. That was <laughs> yeah. a funny. It's yeah. not mean, right? But uh, it, but it's accurate. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. We're all used to seeing him with that hair pulled back and a ponytail because the hair today gone tomorrow. All right, let's check in. Let's go around the horn. We say hello to everybody. That's uh, Garen Cockrell over there at the Pop Culture uh, Puppy Info Desk. <laughs> uh, six. How do you how do you lose to my mother? <laughs> I. I went with my heart. I picked Kubo. Should have gone with Zootopia. Zootopia it was making a statement. I also didn't see Manchester by the Sea before we did that. When I had I seen it. Oh, I wow. I did not know that. And you still hadn't seen what? There's one movie you have still not seen. I haven't seen Fences. You haven't seen Fences. Yeah. I realized I hadn't seen Hidden Figures. Yeah. You, you raced over and saw fences. that yesterday, right? Yeah. I felt very so you're racist. racist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did see Moonlight, though. And it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah unbelievable. Hidden Figures. Probably should have won. 
Really? You think you think Hidden Figures is better than Moonlight? Wow. Yeah. I do too. I have not seen Hidden Figures, so I Moonlight's an extremely important film and I'm glad yeah. it won. Right. But Hidden Figures does have a little movie of the week vibe to it, though. It, 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 uh, it does. But I do feel like it was... Uh, and how about the, the woman that stars in uh, 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 Hidden Figures? Boy, she she enjoys herself at the awards. She was having Which a one? ball. Taraji P. Henson? Or are you talking about the yes. real? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Not the real woman. That woman didn't know where she was. What are you talking about? She, the half, the, uh, half the broadcast was wheeling her out and back. <laughs> <laughs> and then she ran over Janelle Monáe's dress or something. Oh, is that true? I think so, yeah. Oh, why are we talking about that? Exactly. It's all this envelope. Everything else gets papered over when this uh, this finale And again, it doesn't matter. Nothing in life deserves the importance that's being put on this <clears throat> snafu. Who cares? Um, I, I do need to see Hidden Figures, but uh, I... The, to me, the biggest surprise of the night, bigger surprise than the snafu at the end, was the amount of rage I was filled with when when uh, Casey Affleck beat Denzel. Yeah, why were you filled with rage on that? Because uh, I, for whatever, I didn't think I even cared. But when I was watching the clips, I was like, oh yeah, Denzel Washington is the greatest living actor in the world. But but and, but, but and he's that, fantastic. To I mean, that end, Meryl Streep is the greatest living actor. But but I didn't see that movie. But I just watched Fences, and he's. Fucking amazing! I will say you know you know that I will suck his dick. You okay. know I'm the biggest Denzel. Right. I don't think that's his best performance, but that doesn't matter. It's the best performance of the year. I thought it might not be his best. Job. Like he, that's not fair for him to have to beat himself every year. I didn't say that. He, he just has to. I'm, I don't know. I, he I just has to beat this grungy job. townie that just fucking mumbles his way through a movie. I Fuck he did that a pretty guy. Good job. It's fine. It, it, when you see him in real life, you realize maybe that wasn't a lot of act. Maybe that was half acting, half I'm just a scumbag. That's what I do. I show up and mumble. Uh, fuck that guy. I'm saying it publicly. I don't care. <laughs> don't like him. Nobody likes him. But he was fine in the movie. <laughs> People who voted for him must have liked him a little bit. I think they like him in the performance. They like his performance. Yeah, I think it's overrated. And I think Denzel, I think the problem is people just didn't watch Fences because they knew exactly what it was going to be. And they're right. I didn't really care to watch it, but I watched it. And it turns out he makes you watch a, a play on the screen for two hours, which is hard to do. He carries that thing. And, and obviously Viola Davis is amazing too, but like Denzel is every fucking frame of that movie, except the end. Spoiler alert. He dies. <laughs> Why would you ruin that movie? <laughs> Everybody knows fences. He hasn't I seen it. I have no knowledge of fences. What are you doing? I, I don't know it either. Well, what are you doing? Learn your history. This is a seminal American play. What are you doing? I'm going to blame the sick for that. <laughs> I'm going to blame the sick. I, I have a lot of tweeting to do. What? About what? <laughs> you ruining fences. I apologize. Me. I apologize. Not to not to Elliot. You were never going to see it anyway. I'm going to see it eventually. He's going to see it eventually. Not in any good amount of time. Yeah, you don't count. <laughs> but people at home, you know, some some people don't have access to these movies like you, and they have to wait for it to come on cable. I'm sure that movie's been. I'm sure some version of Fences has been on cable. You Fences is available to the public. Don't don't backpedal on this. You you should not have spoiled the ending of that movie. It's a well-known play. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Own this. Own that you... I apologize to Garen, and only Garen. Apologize to the listener as well. But you know what, Garen? You should, you're a pop culture beast. You should, you should have seen every movie before the... I they do think you should have seen every movie. My plan was to get up, go see Fences, and go see Hidden Figures. What happened? The fences, dogs get in the way? Fences didn't show until 5.35 oh, p.m. That's not... That, that was, was the, the first showing? showing? And you're only allowed to go to the one movie theater? Well, no, that's when the Oscars were on. Well, that's... Right by my house. I wouldn't have to worry about time and everything. To squeeze in a four hours worth of movies before the Oscars started? Go to it at 11.30 and then uh, see the 2 o'clock. 
there's no backpedaling out of this situation. <laughs> I could have gone to a different theater. Didn't even look. Yeah. This, this is on look. you. And it this is, is, this is I'm gonna, Matt's right. You are a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this comes down to. You've got to go to your elite arc light that doesn't let the black man in so that you're comfortable seeing a movie. Uh, to that, you're right. <laughs> there were no black people in the theater. Mm. There was a little kid behind me who was outraged when they put a colored sign on something. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you, Matt. I know what happens in uh, figures. Why do they do that? I can't, why are they doing that? It was a little heartwarming. Next oh, generation is. Uh, How old was this kid? I'm a little worried about his education. Nine or ten? Yeah, I guess that's. Not you. sure if it was a boy or a girl because they were whispering. I think. Listen, I don't want to judge anybody's parenting, but like Oliver knows about that. Like it feels like something that his kids would know that by that age. That, yeah. kid, that his parents should have said, "Hey, we didn't always have it easy." Right. Well, uh, you learn about it in school, even school. And <laughs> not every not every school likes to spoil things like you do. <laughs> I don't mean she, they were saying it like they didn't understand why they were doing it. They no, no, were but, saying but it, like, it incredulously. Like, but it sounds why like he didn't do that. But he why? sounds like he didn't know that that was something that happened in America. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't like that. It was, they were like, he was just, it was just upset. It, it was offensive. Okay. To them. Well, it is. Offensive. She was going through All that. Right. Sure. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it was different time. Of course, it's the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's ridiculous. And we're she getting really back to known her place is what you're getting at. Whoa. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Wow. Nope. That's not what I was getting at at all. But uh, we, good to see you come out of your uh, sheet. <laughs> and uh, I will extend this olive branch to, to Garen. I watched and the listener. No, no, they don't. I'm still not apologizing to them. This is just for me and Garen. I watched uh, Edge of 17 over the weekend. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great movie. Really great. Uh, really so great. glad I might have watched it. It was really, really good. Yep. I'll agree with that. And kind of crazy that it, you know, I don't want to be this guy, but like, I feel like a movie like that, if it had been about a boy, it would have been like Oscar, but everyone would have been so? going crazy for it. I just, it's a great movie. I don't understand why it didn't really get any notice whatsoever. I mean, I know nobody saw it, but nobody saw Moonlight either, and nobody saw Fences, for that matter. Most of these movies have not been seen by most people. I think Hidden Figures and uh, there's one other. I, maybe maybe Moonlight has now made, uh, maybe now a lot of people have. Oh, Hidden it, Figures made a lot of money. Hidden Figures is a hit, but yeah. like, most of these movies are not doing well. Hidden Figures, I think, surpassed La La Land. That's what it was. La La Land was the other yeah. one. Yeah, those or, two movies have say been Say it seen. like Javier Bardem. What did he say? La La Land. <laughs> La La Land. Beautiful. I think that La La figures, all three of them should have been nominated. I agree with that. I don't. But did they cancel each other out at that point? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure why Octavia Spencer is the one hmm. that got the nomination. Right. She was great. I think Taraji was better. Yes. They she were... should have been nominated. I, I just don't. I agree with that, Karen. The, the entire cast. But listen. That scene where she was... I don't want to spoil it. That's why I like the uh, the SAG Awards, where it's like the, the whole cast is a, is a... That's an award. Like, you can get ensemble. That's an unwatchable presentation, though. You ever yeah. watch the SAG Awards I, on I, television? I don't, I don't care for it. Hey, did you happen to see uh, John Mulaney's uh, and Nick Rolls? Yes. The Spirit Independent Spirit Awards. Really monologue. funny monologue. Super funny. Really funny. And then did you see Patton's at the uh, Writers Guild? I did. That was... Yeah, that was the weekend before, I yeah. think. But yes, I did see that. That was funny as well. Yeah, it was great. My wife uh, wrote on that. Yeah, that's right. I think we talked about it. That's why I was confused. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I. Uh, but I had not given Patton his uh, credits on there. He, didn't, he needs it. <laughs> he needs it. Yeah. Not enough people kissing his ass on the internet. I certainly should pick up the slack on that. Uh, yeah, the. I don't know. Um, 
you always hope that those smaller shows are like sort of training ground for like the bigger ones and people work their way up. I don't know that you'll ever see a John Mulaney at the Oscars, but, uh, uh, but yeah, he and Nick were really funny. They were really funny. You know what the, I like? Joke about, writing was the one thing I great. do like about those is it reminds you of what the Oscars used to be, where yeah. it was, it's them in a banquet room and mm-hmm. not this big, crazy thousand people yeah. theater. John Mulaney had the joke of the year, as far as I'm concerned. It's to, to me, this is next level. I don't even. It's great when he said, uh, <laughs> "Wait, who was it?" Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Looks like a guy who, when he takes a hard left turn, stuff slides around in the back of his car. It's the craziest joke. It's like, what the fuck would make you think of that joke? It's yeah. just bog. It's just, I don't even, uh, it's. Great. I agree. They have a little Scar Brother thing going on, too, where they're finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, They've been doing that. little hype man thing. Oh, hello things. A yeah, absolutely. Time. They have been, Matt. There's no question in about character. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, Garrett, anything else of import happened over the weekend or just uh, you uh, trying to squeeze in those uh, black man movies before uh, you got fitted for, a sheet. for your sheet because oh. you're uh, offensive? No, no, that's it. I squeezed almost all of them in. That was it. That's all you did over the weekend. You just went to see motion pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see Rogue One? I saw Rogue One six months yes, ago. Yes, I know that. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, was Dolls. What's that? Dolls. What's that? What's that? It's an 80s horror movie about dolls. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. Well, what about Get Out? Yeah, what about Get oh, Out? that's right. I did watch Get Out. See, I'm not racist. I don't want to know. Uh, no. Opening night, I went to you see could, Get Out. You could totally d- destroy me right now, and you could return No, 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 you don't no, can't. No, I won't allow that. But, that's against but, my but just tell me, fiber of my being. Was it, was it great? Yeah, I, it's, I, it's great. I'm hearing so many great yeah. things about it. Everybody's raving about Get Out. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. not a horror movie, really, right. but it's... Yeah, yeah. It's great. But it's also not uh, the Wayans brothers doing a parody on a horror movie. No, no, no. It's He did an, an absolutely amazing job. That's a Jordan Peele. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah I read I read a tweet uh, that said, it's 10% comedy, 40% horror, 50% what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> but like in the best way, like uh, which sounds awesome to me. Who wrote that tweet? I'd like to start following <laughs> that person. I don't remember. It was like a retweet. I think it was because I followed Jordan and like uh, someone was asking like, is this like, is this a straight horror movie or is it a comedy or what is it? This was like a few weeks ago. And uh, then he just retweeted that to be like, here's what, it, here's what this person thinks. Here's what this gentleman thinks. Yeah. Or lady. Or lady, right? I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to genderize that. I know that's a very touchy subject these days. Sure. Uh, it was a very gendered remark, Jimmy. It's never about the bathrooms. <laughs> Just like it was never about the drinking fountains. That's do you understand? Right. I do understand. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to somebody on a Facebook comment. What? Someone had, they they had posted, um, uh, what's her face? Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner's video uh, right. to Trump. And this lady's like, they should just make a, a special transgender bathroom. So they don't have to worry about it at all. I'm like, do they? Do you want them to have separate drinking fountains? Also, did not respond. Boy, oh boy, you put her in her place, Karen. That's the type of anger that I wish that uh, you could find in looking for a job. <laughs> just that. Somebody just called me about a job. Oh, I don't believe that, Karen. <laughs> Wait, like right now they just called you, a little while and you're now. still in here running your mouth about fences. <laughs> Go take the call. I call. He left me a voicemail. I'll call him when I got here. Don't yell Short at me. show. By the way, Garen, he uh, he never. <laughs> but high voice. <laughs> he never finishes that fence either. It's hard to point. Wait, there's fences involved. There's real. There's a real fence. I just thought there was a baseball from a string. There's that too. Yeah. You do have that. He doesn't like his son. 
No, he doesn't. No, boy, why show that clip twice? By the way, that's what, that's what he said. Danielle like, and I just showed that. They just showed that seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Uh, all right, well, we check in with uh, Elliot Hopberg, who left us on pins and needles about the time that he worked at the Oscars. Which I'm a thousand percent sure we know this information, but uh, yeah, that's possible. I, I, were you a seat filler? <clears throat> no, no, no. I uh, I I worked on the website for the 2000 Oscars. Seventeen hmm. years ago. That sounds right. Yeah. The website in 2000. Uh huh. Now. Uh, what was the what were the big movies that year? Do you oh, remember? God, I don't. And what know. what platforms you use? GeoCities. What? The, <laughs> it wasn't that. Far what back. do you think of that laugh? Yeah. Uh, Elliot's a real laugh, but he's sick, so it sounds like he's mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reason why I brought it up is because uh, that year I want to say there was like a weird thing as far as like stuff that was happening in the background. But you guys were saying there's only two people who know. Who that's based the, on the information I was given. I don't. I'm not an expert. That's what this. That's what they said in this thing I read. Well. So what, like what I can Trump say is that for the nominees, there's a number of people more. And that year um, – Well, yeah, all the viewers. No, no, no. You mean before when they the announced nom- the before, nominees? Before they announced them. Oh, yeah. I see. And so a few things happened. Uh, one thing that happened was one of the folks, not anybody who I hired or, or was working directly with, but he was a separate contractor, was doing some kind of test server. And then some TMZ-type company pinged it. And and he had put in his test nominees, and uh, or maybe maybe it was after that. Maybe he put in his test winners, and and, and somebody thought those were the real winners, right? And so then he got uh, canned because or decommissioned because uh, because it created a whole scandaly thing. That was also the year where some of the awards were stolen, the actual physical awards. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but what happened uh, for me, and it wasn't like a big drama thing, but um, the announcements were. Uh, February 15th. You're hearing that, right? That's not just me. It sounds to me like maybe UPS uh, delivered something and now they are uh, now they have an empty uh, flatbed. Yeah. And now it's uh, it's hitting the tile uh, uh, cracks and And crevices. Mm -hmm. Um, So my girlfriend at the time was very upset because in order to build the website that would announce the nominees, we had to be sequestered in the um, Academy's offices. And she was upset by that? Well, because... <laughs> Sounds like a dream. Yeah, time <laughs> away from your bullshit. <laughs> um, well, because it was Valentine's Day. Oh, I see. You, we, yeah. the, you didn't hear the date. Sure. So I had to go in for like... A little foggy. <laughs> there you go. I had to go in at 7 p.m. and I couldn't talk to anybody or whatever. And we were working f- from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. Building all the pages for all the nominees and all that kind of stuff. Um, so Why couldn't you just build it before and then plop in the right names at the end? I agree with that. Why is this? Why? Is, yeah. What, what's because, going on? Because because there's a lot more involved. You got to get photos. Yeah, you you have to quote things like that. Definitely have to have the photos. And at the time, person. they they didn't do what I suggested, which was have a big database. They wanted it all done by hand for some reason, and that I couldn't understand. But um, but we had to hand code all the pages and hand do all the graphics and, and get all the video clips and all that kind of stuff. You didn't so use Squarespace back then, huh? That is, well, I don't know. Squarespace existed. They didn't. So then I know I. Do you think this ended your relationship with that young lady? You might end his relationship with this show. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it did not. Once again, this is two stories in a row. You got to jazz up, baby. I thought that was interesting. That's not interesting. Remember, we're all sick, so I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know if anything we've done the past fifty-three <laughs> minutes has been entertainment, or if it's going to be people going. Well, this wasn't my favorite. I mean, this is a. That'd be weird if it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. No guest. Everyone's sick, sick. <laughs> babbling about the Oscars, explaining what happened, even though everyone except Elliot saw it. This is the best. More of that, please. More of that. <laughs> 
Well, the, the, the thing I had to explain to her was I was getting paid an enormous Oh, this story's not over, by the no. way. No. Oh, my God. Go ahead. So what? You had to give her what? You made a couple bucks? I made a, lo- I made a crazy amount of money to do this work. Like over forty thousand. Did you get her a nice, expensive gift? Yeah, I told her. I said, "What'd you we'll, get? Her? We'll, we'll Some have lingerie. A, we'll have a Valentine's Day lunch, and we'll go on a trip. What's? Why are we? Why is this a problem? Damn. So, do you think maybe she was? And I'm, I'm serious. Do you think she was just looking for a way out? <laughs> uh, we're all looking for a way out, Jimmy. I guess I'm in a relationship with you. Do you think maybe like this was uh, what made her go? You know, in retrospect, because we, we we're still together. I think a year after that another 12 months after this snafu that's right boy, oh maybe boy. six months twice i've used the word snafu in one day. um not even a word but, but yeah in retrospect when i found out the reason why uh and i actually broke up with her but the reason why we ended well, up the story is completely unbelievable <laughs> he broke up with that other girl too when we first started uh, no, i just don't get it doing the show that girl that we met uh yeah, yeah. perfectly pleasant very attractive he, he's able to attract these attractive nice ladies and then he dumps them that's some sick shit. Be on, your, be on the lookout, lady friend. Oh, God. You're next. That's what he does. He's like J- the Jimmy's, black widow. Jimmy's statements do not reflect the opinions of Elliot Hopper. <laughs> no, this, one, this one's a caper, huh? <laughs> now, yeah, if you guys get married, can anything. we say her name? <coughs> that is entirely up to her. I don't understand funny. why she's allowed to be seen in public at, at, at Never Not Funny uh, sanctioned events. She will be at Parkestathon, I might But we yeah, can't Mara. say her she, name. She's explained this. It's that her name is very unique and that it's very easy to search for. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My apologies. Yeah. And you're very... Uh, disliked. Venomously disliked. <laughs> so in the world. she would like to avoid uh, yeah. that. Right. Are you... I'm, I'm serious. Outside of the Never Not Funny world, are you as disliked elsewhere? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think just no. like on the internet, like just at large. Oh, I would imagine on the internet at large. Like yeah. when you post things, people who don't even. Know. I, I I can say I think without possibility of contradiction that nobody other than a never not funny fan has called me out and said mean things about me. Yeah, we really. It seems like we bring out your worst. I should tell you, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a never not funny fan, and I've said some mean things. You're not. You're not a never not funny fan. I'm not just a fan. I'm also the president. <laughs> so I've got uh, I'm so wearing I'm a lot of different to, weaves to, over here. Do, do you like your own show? I think is the question. I do. Ever. This episode needs a little punch up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Check this out. But again, this is just. Uh, <coughs> Woo. I almost wonder if we should even call this 2004. Uh, I should check if there's ads episode on 20, this. Uh, please. If, hey, if there's no ads, why are we here? No, there's ads. I just want to know how many now. Because like, if we could not take another break, that'd be great. Well, while you're figuring that out, I do have one other thing I think is interesting. <laughs> okay. Did you guys watch uh, the new Celebrity Apprentice, the whole thing? No. No, with our friend uh, Matt Eisman? Yeah. Oh, you haven't. I, I mean, I know what happened. I heard what happened. Oh, because I hadn't. I'm pretty good at that, apparently. Oh, wow. And so I just watched, when I was sick, I, I just went, I was like, all right, I'll watch this. Because, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's making fun of Trump. So mm-hmm. here we go. Wow. Yeah, pretty good cool. Him. Yeah. I guess, should I spoil it? Or is it common knowledge? I what think, are we doing? If you follow Matt Eisman on Twitter, you know all about it. If yeah. you follow any sort of pop culture uh, beast, you might know a little <laughs> something about it. But uh, yeah, Matt Matt wins, and he knew he won when he was here. Uh huh. Yeah. So good for him there too, because I mean, he, he didn't he did tip a, anything. He didn't tip anything. Although Mike Cusick, friend of the show, Mike Cusick, who filled in for Garen at uh, Chicago, said he knew based on uh, his appearance here that he had won. Hmm. Interesting. Well, he so definitely he said, had. He a, called it. He tweeted me. He goes. He goes. Hey, dude, we knew that day uh, that he heard the episode. He said Matt won. Wow. And well, he like, did have a calm confidence during our show. But he also went to Schwarzenegger's house for the premiere. And it's like uh, I don't know if that you, I don't know if you bring losers into your home. Yeah, that's a good point. That's well, a good point. Trump, we know Trump wouldn't. 
No. He hates losers. But, but uh, uh, Matt's a, a class act, right? I mean, throughout that whole thing, he's a class act. As he said really here, he was just an idiot having fun. Yeah. And, uh, and working his ass off. As, yeah. If, you, mm-hmm. you know, from, his, from what everybody said and the way it was edited and the whole thing. We you, didn't watch it. We don't know what you're talking about. You should watch it. I yeah. think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think well, it's I can't nice. now. I know the outcome. Oh, all right. Now, d- because Trump was ripping Schwarzenegger, somehow that reverses the. We're not going to watch this because Trump is a. Producer. Yeah, because I think the better it does, the more angry Trump will get about it. But it also puts money in his pocket. Does it? Well, not doing better, but the show as a, just existing puts money in his pocket. It's not his show. It's Burnett's show. Yeah, but he still has a producer credit, so he does get but something. But that was, out from of what it. I understood, that was a contractual obligation. They had, like, he, he. Yeah, yeah, but any anybody would have that. But but that's what I mean. He gets paid. I guess so. He gets a passive royalty. I don't know. I, I. Uh... But you know, but th- but that, that falls into what we talked about last time, or or off the air, yeah. where it's like if you boycott that, well, then then there's a key grip who's not making stop? money. Where yeah. do you stop? Like yeah. these guys. Like, if you support you the apprentice, the people that don't have jobs may not have jobs again. Like, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. So, well, then uh, we should watch all of television by that logic. Yes. I, 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 I listen, I'm sick, so my, my <laughs> thoughts are not going to be. Uh, I, once we start, we talked about it. Once you start boycotting everything, right? You know, so every company will have some guy in there that you don't like. Mm hmm. Right. You know, like even if you, uh, you go to uh, uh, your favorite restaurant, maybe the chef is a racist asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I insist on that. <laughs> That's a bad example because if you found out he was, you wouldn't go there anymore. But you know what I mean? Like everybody there has. Well, like what about Hobby Lobby? Do you go? I know you wouldn't go there anyway, but would you go to Hobby Lobby if you needed some, uh, some no, model I'd probably, glue? No, I'd go to Michael's or somewhere yeah. else. But, yeah, uh, I avoid Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Uh, and there's one very conveniently located to my and, house. And again, that's rough because then there's employees there. Yeah, like I, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's 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 very helpful. It's a there are times when it's like it would be nice to just be able to go to Hobby Lobby mm-hmm. right now and get the thing that I need for Zoe's project or whatever. Well, the other thing I, I think is is a matter Cut to of Elisa goes there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like if if David Duke was the the backer of of uh, you know McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's pretty virulent, yeah. and so you could argue, well, you shouldn't work for McDonald's then. Like, yes, I'm. I don't want to hurt the employees of that company, but maybe you should think about whether or not you want to work for David Duke. So, Wait a minute. does David Duke own McDonald's? No, now? it's not. I just an example. Oh, this example. I remember there was that listener we had who he worked for the Koch brothers, and he called in. And I was like, man, this sucks because like this is a guy who's supporting our show. Right. He listens to us. He pays us to to hear the Players Club. He's using dirty money from the Coke brothers. But you take it, don't you? We take that money. We don't know where the money comes from. No questions asked. It's all dirty. Dirty. We should all just live on a farm. Dirty, dirty money. We could do animal farm. We could do a podcast. That's Orwell, right? Is that Orwell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. For he was what. very prescient, wasn't he, Matt? That's what, that's what they're saying. Nineteen eighty-four. <laughs> Although you say, Elliot, you were always talking about the other thing that was very much like the times we're living in now. What was uh, Ender's Game? Or yeah, uh, right? that had to do with the with the aspect of using uh, like the internet to affect public opinion, but being fake about it. So uh, Ender's brother and sister were pretending to be different sides of the political spectrum so that they could froth up people and, and get yeah. them to do stuff. And that's basically what the Russians are accused of doing. Uh, hey, I, I watched the Lego movie with uh, with my kids this weekend, and I couldn't believe how 
much that parallels the world we're in now. We just would like, basically it's like this guy named president business. Oh yeah. And right. He's like basically pushing, like messing with the media and everything to like b- keep everybody stupid and misinformed. I was like, oh, good. how's that movie upon uh, second or third review? You know what? I fell asleep the first time I tried to watch it on a plane and thought I was like, this just this stinks. I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but watching the whole thing, I liked it a lot more. And maybe it's because I liked the Lego Batman movie so much. I was able to sort of get into the, tone of it a little better i i, I thought it was good it, like it's i still think it's not nearly as good as batman not but, even close um not even close and i think the end again sorry if this is a spoiler oh did you see this you one saw- garen the, the one about toys when it because jumped- there's no black toys in this right <laughs> well batman is wearing I black see color jimmy <laughs> sounds like you do sounds like you waited the last second to see the one filler color I thought the I thought the, when it when it when it pulls out into the live action stuff I thought that was kind of weird. You don't like that? I didn't think that was great, but but it, yeah, you had to do it. Did you? Oh yeah, I kind of actually I kind of liked it because you got to see who he was basing these characters on. Yeah, it just felt kind of heavy handed. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's for kids. Yeah, but uh, yeah, all right, it's good. We gotta decide if this is a placeholder or if it's an actual episode. <laughs> we gotta do. We gotta put we gotta put something out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is going out, buddy. Whether you like it or not. Uh, how we do? Do we have to take another break? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're back. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. <laughs> uh, is that break? Is it was that long enough for you to figure out what you got to do? It, I mean, it's fine. Just I'll write survive. down the thing. Write down 105. Write down 105. All right. Or uh, it may, might not be 105 for you, but it's 105 for me. Yeah. I I'll be fine. Do you want me to take a second break? No, no. It's, it's here. Okay. Here we go. Okay, yeah. you ready? Here no, we go. Because then he's going to have to do the annoying thing where he holds us up and then puts his hand in the air. That first one wasn't a break. That was me being silly. Okay. It was very fast. And then now, okay, we'll be back right after this. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. No guests this week. We can uh, always be found at Twitter uh, at NeverNotFunny. I'm at Matt Belknap. Jimmy is at Jimmy Pardo. Garen is at my name is Garen. Elliot has a million handles. What do you want? At, at Elliot Hochberg? Sure. At Elliot Hochberg for Elliot. And uh, we have a bunch of live dates coming up for Never Not Funny. On the 10th of March, we'll be in Salt Lake City, Utah at Wise Guys, part of the uh, Golden Spike Comedy and Podcast Festival. The very next day, we're doing a matinee show at Helium in Portland. That's the 11th of March. We're at Flappers in Burbank for our monthly residency on the 13th of March. And then we're going to Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington. That's right outside of Seattle on the 13th of April. Finally, Helium in Philadelphia. Rare East Coast appearance for Never Not Funny. That's the 22nd of uh, uh, April. Uh, 22nd of April for Helium Philly. Hope you can make it even if you're in the surrounding uh, vicinity of the eastern seaboard. We would love to see you there. And uh, tickets are going fast. So get on that. You can find all our dates and deets at NeverNotFunny.com. And just click click the tour link to uh, buy tickets if you need to do that. Meanwhile, Jimmy's going to be doing some stand-up comedy at Zany's Rosemont in the Chicagoland area on the 24th of March. He's at Go Bananas in Cincinnati on the 7th and 8th of April. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one last time, Podcastathon this Saturday, noon to midnight Pacific time at NeverNotFunny.com. Uh, 25 or more guests uh, over 12 hours of live stream comedy at uh, you know at our website from Flappers and Burbank. It's going to be a great time. We're going to raise money for Smile Train. The auctions are already up if you want to get in on some of these uh, sweet deals like sit in on Never Not Funny, for example, or have lunch with Jimmy and myself. 
maybe you uh, want to get in on the, the fantasy uh, baseball league that uh, that Jimmy is a part of, uh, the, the exclusive Players Club Fantasy Baseball League. You can buy your way in instead of playing, get, trying to get in through the lottery. And uh, you can also be a guest on Douglas Movies, a bunch of other shows, uh, and uh, a bunch of other uh, people. Actually, I don't even think this one's... This one might be up by the time you hear this. Matt Walsh, you can be a guest on his podcast, which is called UCB Sports and Leisure. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? So check them all out. NeverNotFunny.com. On the main page there, there's an auction link. You can uh, get right to all of our auctions that way. Or just search eBay for Never Not Funny, all one word, and you will see all of our auctions. That is our handle over there. So check them out. And uh, Jimmy's dates, by the way, if you want to find out his stand-up dates, just go to JimmyParter.com, click the tour link, and enjoy. One day, by complete chance, Arnie Niekamp fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King and found himself in the fantastical land of Foon. Thankfully, he still has a slight Wi-Fi signal, so he's able to update us as to what it's like to be trapped in another dimension by way of his weekly Earwolf podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. From wizards and monsters to other adventurers, Hello from the Magic Tavern features interviews with tons of mystical creatures, all played by great actors like John Gabrus, Peter Sagal from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, Scott Adsit from 30 Rock, and Aaron Whitehead from Wild Horses. Fantasy and comedy nerds alike will love every minute, so if you're not already listening, definitely go and check it out. Listen from the beginning, or just jump right in. You'll get it. It's not The Wire. Just uh, listen from the most recent episode. That's cool. Uh, they've just hit 100 episodes, so there's plenty of fantastic conversations to hear, and many surprises to come. You won't want to miss it, so subscribe today to Hello from the Magic Tavern in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, buddy, welcome back to the program. That was an official break now. Off the air, uh, Garen uh, decides to start up a conversation. You're on the episode. Yeah, like, where we, we're all sick of <laughs> He's the one you. person who can speak. Yeah, you're like over there feeling fine and yet contributing nothing. <laughs> At all. Except negativity and that hatred. That put her in her place was gold. <laughs> what? What was? I don't know. Put her in her place. In history. He's talking about the joke he made about the uh, hidden figures. Oh, I see. God bless it. We better. We got to pick it up by this weekend, man. We will. We'll be fine. Or just for our next episode, even. How about that? There is one more before. Yeah, yeah but I think we'll be fine by then. Hopefully. Hopefully. Knock yeah. on wood. That is wood. That's solid wood. Come on in. Uh, man. So, Garen, you were talking about uh, there were people at the Oscars. What was happening? Uh, uh, Busy Phillips and Michelle Williams. She was Instagramming all night. Uh, Busy Phillips was, and mm-hmm. one of them was. There was a seat filler right behind her who was straight up passed out sleeping. <laughs> who was the seat filler filling in for? I don't know. I didn't see that part. And the person was asleep. He was out. Head, chin to chest. Out. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's and great. <laughs> there's another. How is that st- possible? You get, you're getting paid Insane. to be at the Oscars. The only thing you have to do is stay awake. That's How long are you job. sitting in that chair that you're falling asleep? Right. 15 minutes max. By the way, I don't want to pile on to this award ceremony because, you know, they had enough trouble. But I swear I saw a lot of empty seats throughout too, the night. Like they weren't getting the, those seats were not being filled properly. Would you, would you have done that? Would you be? Uh... Well, when I was younger. Yeah. Now I feel like uh, maybe I have a little too much pride. I feel like that's a weird role to be in. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sitting there and I'll move over. Like, here. I know this sounds weird, but like uh, there are people who are like, one degree away from you know like what if i like it's not crazy to say that maybe Patton oswald would be at the oscars and then there what you if are. i'm filling a seat and he goes hey man and i'm like yeah i um when i'm not producing your grammy winning album i'm filling this fucking seat like yeah. a loser that wouldn't feel good to me 
But you get a free uh, free ticket to the Oscars and a yeah. good seat. You're not up in the with the family members of the uh, right. nominees. What I would do is my friend used to work at the Academy and and he like he got to go a few times and like he like took his now wife. Remember the the baby shower that you loved their backyard? Yeah, I do like that backyard. Mike and Carrie they they went on a date to the Oscars. Oh, one, that's nice. Back when they were just dating. They don't live there anymore though, right? No, they're no longer they in that backyard. Have we talked about that hat yet? Have we talked about the hat on the air? I, that might have just been on the Players Club. I don't remember. Well, you tweeted out to the world about me wearing that hat, right? And and so let let the free listener know how angry you are. With no, me. no, no. Hang on. We did talk about it on the last episode. Yes. And then I uh, didn't like that you put it on the internet. That was on the Players Club. Mm-hmm. But the uh, I did go hat shopping over the weekend. You did. Yeah. Not one fit me uh, properly. I don't know. Did wh- you look for another hat like that? Is that what you're saying? I wish to God I would have found that hat, that exact hat. Go to Gorin. <laughs> Gorin. And Gorin is the company that makes all those hats. Where's that at? It's on Melrose. I'm just, they have lots of stores, but there's one on Melrose. Do you go to H&M? I do go to Hit and Miss, yeah. They have a <laughs> I call that place Hit and Miss because sometimes you show up and they got a lot of great options, and other times they got nothing for you. I agree with that. Yeah. So I call it Hit and Miss. That's <laughs> fun. I, I, clever. I, That's I, just mind comedy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, come on. He's he's not feeling well. Don't kick him when he's down. Come on, Garen. Kick him when he's up. I was kicking when he's down. Sincerity. It was well, not it sounded sarcastic dick. on the heels of a shitty joke that you were pointing out. It's not out. even a shitty joke. It's, no, it's, it's, it's basically... It, it really sucked, and you should J- know it's it. It's JCPenney. <laughs> it's like a version of that. It's, it was one of the worst, and you really need to think about it. It's horrible. It's hurtful. <laughs> um, well, wait. I, I spent a good two weeks trying to find a sweater I saw once at H&M. Like, I, I saw it, and it was not the right size. And I was like, I like this sweater. I'll, I'm sure it's on their website. So I didn't think twice about it. Couldn't find it on the website. Went to another H&M. Didn't have it there. Went to another H&M. I literally spent like two whole weeks trying to figure out, where's this fucking sweater? It doesn't exist. It's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering, did I get pardoed? Was this a lady's sweater? Oh, it could be a lady's sweater. Because it was just one of them kind of haphazardly on the clearance thing. Yeah. And I didn't really examine it that closely. I just liked the look of it. Like it was a, like a color block stripe sweater. And I was like, oh, but if only I could. Then I went back to the same one. I'm listening. And it was gone. Oh, boy. It was on the right rack at that point. Maybe. By that, I mean, I booked some lady was wearing it. I did then look through some the list. Some guys called bosoms and racks. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I appreciate that joke. Uh, a joke. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm really upset about the sweater. Boy, it sounds like you are. All right, we got to go. If anyone see the sweater, was, I think it was like this red, one. white, dark blue. Oh, this is recent. Yeah, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Oh, I thought I, I literally was like, "This is the perfect." I needed. I wanted to find a new sweater to wear at Parkhouse. I see. Thought this was the one. Nope. No sir, huh? Can't find it. No dice. Yeah, it was like red along the top, then a white, and then a blue. I think at the bottom, or maybe sounds white. very patriotic. Maybe white, then red, then blue. I you love this country. That's that was my thought. I was like, I'm a patriot. Yeah. I'm going to show it. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to. I think it. I may have seen that sweater. What size you need? Medium. Uh, medium or small? It's hard to know with them. But you got that. Maybe right. medium. You got that right. Yeah, I have a I have a small. There's a couple of small sweatshirts from them that worked out. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us. We're just doing. We're filling time right now. We're we don't to have to. We can be get done. To the, get to the market. All right, listen, listeners. Thank you for listening to this. <laughs> also, sorry. <laughs> For the first time ever, I really, I mean it. Usually, uh, this was fine. You're, you're making a big deal out of something that was really good. I'm making it. This is like that envelope situation at the. Uh, yeah, you're doing what you were railing about. Yeah. This is not a big deal. We are, we're on point. 
Oh, no, we're not. No, we are not. <laughs> we just sound weird, but this is what the we're show is. We're not on point. Well, we're not as sharp feel as like usual. It. If you listen back to this, you'd be like, you know what? There's a couple of laughs in there. But a couple based on the. Uh, but you know what? The bar we've set. We're keeping people company. That's that's the baseline. People just like company. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, all right. Well, listen, Parkastathon this Saturday. Please uh, view it. Uh, is there an audio option on that or is it uh, strictly video? We're going to we're going to work on that. I don't know that it's possible with this setup, but uh, but I'm going to try. I mean, we have the, uh, the there's nothing preventing. We can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, in the past, obviously, Acme had that built in. So it was not a big deal. Oh, now. so it was in the past. It's been audio and video. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we have an account with the thing that does that. I just don't know if we're going to be able to use it. But if they want, if they're at home in front of their computers, nevernotfunny.com is the place to look. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, if you're tr- using a Roku type situation and you want to find the um, the stream on on the YouTube app somewhere, um, just I think just search Parkastathon. That's probably the easiest way to do it. But it will be streaming on the. Uh, I see. This is the problem. I have to look it up because it used to be called Jash, but it has a new name, right? Oh, it does. Or it used to be called VPN. Yeah. Now yeah. it's not Jash anymore. They rebranded. Um, What's with the rebrandings? It was guys? never called Jash, by the way. That's the company. But oh, I see. The channel was VPN, right? Now That's what it was in the past. Yeah. I was kind of hoping Elliot would know the answer to this. I point. have. I if I hadn't been sick this weekend, I might have. Mm. By the way, I came up with a new name for our show yesterday. And now I can't remember what the name of it was. A new name for Never Not Funny? Yeah, I came up with the, with, the, with the name that it should have been called the entire time. Oh man! And I thought, oh boy, is that beautiful? And then I was like, well, we're too far into it. Can't do that now. Can't rebrand now. Yeah, but I don't remember that name of that. So that's probably not only was that uh, who cares? Why did I even start talking? <laughs> I guess to vamp while I looked this up. Um, I wish that was the uh, the case. Uh, but uh, do donate uh, to Smile Train. I know. You know what? Listen, I, I know this, too. I know that uh, there's other great organizations out there right now, especially with what's happening with the, the ACLU. It's great to give to them. There's always places. And, and Matt and I always have this argument of. Maybe this is the year that we pick somebody else. And then you remember that these little kids still need this surgery. So it's yeah, like that's true. Smile Trade is still a great organization. It's still great to get behind and you're changing children's lives. So, yes, there are other things that seem more important to us here in the United States of America at this time. Uh, but if you were to then go, well, we're going to uh, screw those kids this year. Right. We're going to give it to here. Yeah. Then those kids miss out on getting uh, true. life changing yeah, surgery. You don't want to take away from right. a thing that's still important and, and will be an ongoing thing i mean until we cure cleft lips and palates which i don't know that is possible i know they're working on it though they're certainly working on yeah it. but i still think there will be places in the world where the whatever you need to not do that i mean we already know that there's issues with you know the reason why it's more uh, prevalent in third world countries is because they don't get the proper uh, supplements mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of you know if you smoke during pregnancy some things like that can exacerbate or, or make it more likely to happen so there's always going to be an issue these kids are always there's always going to be a need for the surgery and i think it's you know important to do what we can you know we do what we do and and just we stay consistent with it um, you do what you do and you love what you love the channel is called talk show labs and so the the address oh. is YouTube.com slash talk show labs. Uh, that's good to know. You may want to tweet that out as well. Yeah, just search know. talk show labs in, in your YouTube if you're on. Nobody's made it this far in this episode. You're going to have to tweet that out. Uh, all right, listen. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, well, we got a players club coming up at the end of this week, but then but that doesn't air until after Perkathathon. Yeah, but people will hear that after the fact. Uh, so uh, let's get on that. Uh, those auctions are open. Come and uh, spend a little time with us. Um, 
Also, I, I, I didn't see the uh, on the Jimmy Pardo guest on your podcast. You did put something in there like I, no drinking or drugs, that sort of thing, right? Um, uh, I told you to. Yeah, I know. I know that's true. Question <laughs> <laughs> is, did I know that if they're if they're going for Jimmy Pardo, they got to know. Yeah, that but it's... they might. Somebody might think it's funny. You know, I paid my money, and you said you'd be a guest. I'll, I'll add it if it's not yeah. in there. But it, it seems like that goes without saying. Yeah, but who knows? I, I did also say like if you can't make it here to L.A. or if Jimmy's not going to be where you live, then you could do it over Skype or something. Not a phone call. It could be a phone call. Right. Anything. Yeah. Any of those things. I don't know how to use Skype. It would have to be on my Well, we could set it up for you here so you sound good. Nope. Landline it. Okay. Landline it on the phone like everybody else. Seems, uh, not uh, landline. All right. Listen. Parcastathon this Saturday. Come on out and watch it. Matt Belknap, Pat Francis, and myself will all be there on the stage for 12 hours. Elliot and Garen will be, st- and Lady Friend will be stage side. Wait a minute. This episode goes up after the announcement, uh, right? Not necessarily. No? Okay. Never mind then. Not necessarily. Uh... But look for, if you want to know the guests ahead of time, that's going to be announced this week. Oh, yeah. If you want to know the guests ahead of time, go to the uh, the AV Club. It's going to yeah. exclusively announce, I believe, 90, 90 to 95% of the guests. So that'll and, be fun. And if you don't want to know, if you want it to be a surprise, <laughs> avoid the AV Club for the next five days. Yeah. Some people do like the surprise of it. I, I think that's true. Other people like uh, would like to know. I like surprises. I'd like this show to end. <laughs> You're the one that kept... I tried to end it 12 minutes ago. In my head, that was a joke that you should have said, but I don't have the ability to transmit thoughts into your brain, so I just said it. But it really didn't make sense for me to be saying it. It was more like a sentiment that would be happening in your brain. Oh, not just my brain. <laughs> the the world. I'll be having the pop culture beast. There he is over there. Puppy style. That's Garen Cockrell <laughs> from Pelms, California. That's our friend, uh, Elliot Hopeberg. Johnny McCoff's over here. That's uh, Matt Belknap. I'm about to go see Dr. Joe Sugarman, Beverly Hills, California. Andre Pardo, we'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Thanks again to HBO's new show, Crashing, for sponsoring us today. Crashing stars Pete Holmes as Pete, a sheltered suburbanite who married his childhood sweetheart and dreams of making it as a stand-up comedian. But when he finds out his wife cheated on him, Pete's world unravels, plunging him into the deep end of the rough-and-tumble New York comedy scene, where he crashes on other people's couches and, in the process, learns hard lessons about life and himself. Crashing premieres Sundays at 10.30 p.m. on HBO. Aha! It has worked! Now, gentle listener, you are enraptured by the voice of Usador the Wizard, for I have cast a spell upon thee that shall force you to listen to the ad at the end of this podcast. Thank you, Usador. We're here to let you know that you should listen to our podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern, a serious study of what it's like to be trapped in another dimension, although you might just think it's an improv comedy podcast. <sighs> Sorry, I'm late, guys. Here we go. If you're going to lay down, you might as well lay down on Casper No, 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 we're not doing that right now. We've only got a couple seconds to let listeners know about our podcast, where I interview wizards, unicorns, and goblins, and wedding planners. If you love fantasy stuff, you'll love this podcast. If you hate fantasy stuff, who the f*** 
Are you kidding? You're not cool. What are you listening to? Oh, I'm a comedy nerd. I'm a better than a fantasy nerd. Mm-mm. And now you are released from my spell. Return to your life and listen there again to the end of a podcast. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Listen from the beginning or just jump into the most recent episode. You'll get it. It's not The Wire.